with the blessing of the city of Brantford and Brantford Apparel, Brantford Wrestling presents Drop Kicks for Devon. Brantford's biggest wrestling fan, Devon Ryan, suffered an accident in January of this year. The communities of Brantford and of pro wrestling are coming together to support Devon through this time. June 10th, at the Boys and Girls Club of Brantford, Two Edge Street, Drop Kicks for Devon promises to be one of Brantford's most exciting nights of wrestling action of all time. Stars from around the world set to appear from PEI, Bradford Montague, from Kurdistan, the Monster Carew, and as recently seen on AEW and WWE television, KC Spinelli will be in action. Then, in the main event, as Devon was Pretty Ricky Wildey's biggest supporter, Pretty Ricky will be defending his Brantford Heavyweight Championship against John Greed inside of a steel cage. All proceeds go directly to Devon's recovery. Follow Brantford Wrestling at BTFD Wrestling for all updates. Fans, you do not want to miss this night of action, and you must be in the venue to witness this spectacle. From pillar to post and coast to coast, This is a one-man gang. You're listening to a book. Hey, do you watch wrestling? Ladies and gentlemen, it's We appreciate every single click that that play button gets. Not every episode can be Kobe Durst, where you're you're taking a, a news story and bringing it to life and putting it out there for the public to hear. I enjoy doing those type of episodes. You guys know that. If you've listened to the show in any capacity, you know, those are the those are the things I like to do. I like to talk to people and talk about the things that are going on behind the curtain. No dirt, not trying to pick up dirt, but just let people, let them, their real selves, let their real selves out to you guys. But that's not always possible. Another type of episode I enjoy doing is talking to wrestlers that I personally have never heard of. I may know nothing about. I have not seen them. I have not heard of them. I have no idea who these wrestlers are. I enjoy those episodes. I enjoy talking to these people, learning about these people, getting the background of these people, and then taking all that information and giving it to you. And I enjoy reaching out to my brethren, not just in wrestling, but in podcasting and saying, who do you think needs the, 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 the eyes on them, the ears on them? Who do you think is not getting the chance that they deserve? Who is not getting the exposure who either really needs it or really wants it? And I, and I got a list of names. Oh, do I have a list of names? I, I threw the question out not too long ago. Hey, who's out there that just just wants to be seen, wants to be heard, and you think deserves it? 
and son of a gun, did I ever get a list. And I'm going to work my way through that list as best I can. And that's kind of a heads up to all of you to be ready that uh, some episodes of some people that you might, who the hell is that, might be popping up in front of you. But please, please, please do me a favor. Listen to these episodes. Not for me, because, you know, I, I, I've said before. Okay, it doesn't matter how many times this podcast is listened to, I get paid the exact same amount. There, I, I am not on a per-click basis. Don't get me wrong, as I've always said, I appreciate every single click that this podcast gets, but I don't get paid per click. So I want you to listen to this because people and minds... And, you know, those people in the know have told me, Matt, talk to this guy, talk to this girl, talk to this tag team. I've never had a tag team on here. I uh, There's a, no, that's not a bucket list thing, but there's something we can do. Let's get a tag team on here sometime. That would be pretty cool. I don't know how that, how the, ah, yeah, let's get a tag team. Let's look into that. Look, look for a tag team sometime in the future, guys. But anyway, I, I'm, I'm kind of venturing off. I'm branching off when I really shouldn't. My wife hates when I do that. So today, I got a wrestler who he's 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 one of the ones that said, "Hey, if 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 somebody can get this guy on their show, he deserves it. He 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 needs it. He he doesn't he he he. Let, let's just get this guy on some podcast because this guy." It deserves to be on these podcasts. Let's just put it in that nutshell. Obviously, I'm not reading from a script here because I'm just blabbering on. But this guy, he deserves it. And, you know, let's get some eyes and some ears on this guy. So I'm, I'm not going to babble on and on. I'm not going to waste any more time with you guys. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to fight with my guest today. Very glad I had him on here. Just saying. All right, so just just saying, um, I don't know how many times I'm actually going to say that because that just it sounds strange to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah, you, trust me. Like, here, here's what's going to happen because it's it's what happens to everybody. Every time you hear "just saying" right from now on, or somebody says "I'm just saying," you're gonna you're gonna take a minute. I am. Just say. And and because I used to play on a on a softball team called "Just Saying." And I still have the t-shirts from it. And now, you know, when I go into the closet, I'm like, you know, moving the stuff around. What am I going to wear? Ah, just say, yeah, I'm going to talk to him in a few days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Dennis. No, I, I'm, I'm glad that, that it actually, um, it works out like that. It's, uh, it, well, we'll, we'll get, to, we'll get to that in, in a, in a second here. First off, uh, you and I are talking kind of late at night. And I'd asked you if you were kind of a, a night owl and you said, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just a no, little I, bit. <laughs> so what what brings that on? What uh what uh um, I just I've just always been one. Um even as a kid, like I at night is when I get my most energy. Um probably won't get to sleep till like two or two tonight. That's that's pretty normal. So are you a late sleeper? Like do you, nope. do you, are you the are you the guy that gets up at eleven or twelve or Nope, nope. I got a I got a job, man. I work in the morning, so. Well, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, you know, if you have to have 
have an afternoon job or something because i used to be a night no 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 i i i'm up at about six or seven and out the door by 7 30 7 45 at the latest well yeah exactly same here so i uh like i used to be a night owl but i also had like an afternoon job which worked out fine for me now i have the daytime job and that my wife won't let me stay up that late <laughs> so keep it yeah. quiet because otherwise she'll come down and say well, are you are you talking one of those podcast things again no that's not happening at all no not at all I just, yeah. <laughs> no all right um, so let's let's get let's get a bit of, bit of a, a baseline here uh just uh, <laughs> i feel like i should just call you just um please do mr saiyan <laughs> no, no that sounds weird yeah mr saiyan uh, you could call me just you could call me just that works call you just all right um where 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 did where was just saying born and where where did uh he grow up uh i was born in jacksonville florida okay i grew up in philly okay like, just all over um when we first came up here i was living like on broad street like around 66 and broad um then we moved to Sheltonham. Then my parents got divorced, and I moved out to uh, Mayfair. Um, that's been all over. Um, after that, I, I I moved myself out to Reading, um, and came back, still in Philly. So, what uh, the the immediate question in my head? What brought you from Florida to Philly? Um, I didn't have a choice. Uh, well, I know so. you didn't have a choice. <laughs> no, um, my my mom's mother was up here. Oh, okay. So wanted to be up oh, okay. So was your dad from Florida? No, my dad was actually from New York. Oh, okay. So what the hell are you doing in Florida? <laughs> like I know, I know why you're in Florida because mom and dad are in Florida. But what, what? You don't know why you're okay. I, then. I'm in Philly. Yeah, I know you're in Philly, but yeah. you you said you were born in in Florida. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, I don't know how they got down there. I like <laughs> that. That's never been told to me. I should probably ask my mom that at some point. I think she went down for school. Oh, okay. But yeah, no, like, yeah, that is a weird one. All right, Bro- brothers and sisters. Yes, uh, I have three brothers, two sisters. Three brothers, two sisters. So the six of you all together, where do you fall? I am the baby. You are the baby. Yep. All right. So you, uh, you, you, when you start going to school, are you an athlete? Are you, are you the brainiac? What's, what's, uh, what's just doing in school? I mean, I, I was a little bit of everything. Um, so, like, I was a little bit advanced. So a, a lot of what we were doing in school, I would pick up really quick. So I would ace test stuff like that. Um, I love to play football. Um, high school, I ran track, played football. Um, basketball. Were you, were, you, were you a good athlete or? I was a fair one. I was a fair one. I was solid. Yeah. I, I, so it, it, it's weird. Um, like, if I had uh, applied myself at basketball or football the way 
I've applied myself with wrestling, I I probably could have been pro. I don't know if I'd have been like, you know, a megastar or anything like that, but I could have made the pro team. Yeah. I'd have been on a team somewhere. Maybe on the bench, but I'd have been on a team. Oh, okay. And when do when do you discover wrestling? When does that come into things? We're, well, let's let's see. In high school, were you a wrestler? I was not. I was. You not. were not. Um, but were you a wrestling I, fan? I was a fan. I've always okay. been a fan. I've always okay. been a fan. Um, I did take martial arts. Um, so, you know, as a kid. You watch wrestling, you might, you know, wrestle your pillows and stuff like that. Um, that was me. I was that kid watching Hogan, watching Savage, watching Brutus the Barber, Beefcake, Junkyard Dog, Coco Beware, all those guys. Like, that's that's who I came up with. That That's there. I, I, I grew up. Um, so I get to be about 39 and I'm working at uh, the stadium, Lincoln Financial. A uh, friend of mine there says he's, you know, a backyard wrestler. Been on the show. Asked me to come out. So I come to the show, and um, he was working ASW Philly at the, at, uh, at the time. And um, he asked me after the show how I like it. I was like, it looks fun, man. It's cool. He was like, would you ever do it? I was like, yeah, I would. But, I mean, I, I, I'd I want to make sure that it was safe when I was doing it. So we went to another job, um, and then watched the show. I was like, you know what? I, I, I work here. So I started out yard at 39. Okay. Um, and, and, and from there, it, it's just been progressing progressing like uh i, I kind of found out that i loved it and and the more i did it the more i loved it so i decided probably take it serious um decided to go pro uh i started training at dwa uh after dwa uh, I, I, a friend of mine, Daniel Alexander, he, uh, he, he showed me this school, um, Skid Row Pro Wrestling Academy. Um, then I went off <laughs> and tested my waters on the Indies a little bit. Um, you know, but then I, I you know, I, I realized like as good as I was, and like Daniel Alexander had helped me a lot. Um, I needed to get trained. Like there's just no way around it. And for yeah. anybody who's watching this, if if you're yarding, go get trained, go get trained, go get trained. All right. So, so it, okay, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna say, like when you said 39, like that obviously that's you know late to get in the game. Yeah. Um and and I asked about like you know high school sports. Were were you still athletic going into your thirties? I mean, I've like I, I've I've always stayed active. Okay. Um, 
I played ball, pick up games, the uh, 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 football, flag football. But I mean, you know, nothing like. Yeah, nothing. Nothing constant. like I'm doing now. Not, yeah. yeah, nothing. Yeah. So I can see walking into the backyard, but when you walk into a school, and are you, you're thirty nine forty when you walk into the school? Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I was forty. Yeah. So you walk into a school, and yep. you know, yeah, you know, like looking at you when you said thirty nine, like obviously you're older now. I never, I never would have given you thirty nine, and the little bit of research that I've done on you, I never would have given you thirty nines, and obviously you're older than that. So good yes. on you. But when you walk in and and you know they go, hey, so how old are you, bud? And you, like you say, I'm forty. What what's the reaction when you say I'm forty years old? No way, no way, no, no way. Okay. <laughs> really? Let me see your ID. Yeah, no, like, I don't have a reason to lie about my age. That's oh crazy. no. But did, did like but, was it was it like any forty year old walking in and saying, "Hey, I'm 40. There must be just like, and you want to get into this. I mean, nobody has really said like that to me. Yeah. Like when, like most, so mostly before people find out my age, they they've seen me in the ring, okay, or or something like that. They they they've seen me train something. Um, it's usually a while after that that like it'll come up in conversation or something and it'll be like wait you're you're, you're how old mm-hmm. yeah so are is mom and dad still with us mom is mom is uh how did mom feel when at 40 years old or 39 you say hey i'm wrestling in the backyard and then at 40 you know what mom guess what i'm gonna do well, what was uh, mom's reaction? Was mom a wrestling fan? Mom was. Mom is actually how I started watching wrestling. Oh, okay. She so sat me with her watching wrestling. Okay. Um, and and you mentioned Hogan and and Junkyard Dog and you know I, I'm thinking back here. I Hogan, Junkyard Dog, Andre the Giant, uh, you know King Kong Bundy, Big Johnson. Oh yeah, now I'm I'm in my element. Yeah. Um, do, do you remember, like, were you a Hulkamaniac? I, my mother was. Okay. I liked Savage more than I liked Hulk. Okay. So what was but, the yeah. first, what was the first event, like, that you went to? Did mom bring her? Did dad bring her? So, I remember we went to one show back when the Spectrum was around, and so I don't know if you're from Philly or you know about Philly. Oh, um, no, I'm Canadian, but no, I, I know the Spectrum. Fair enough. Okay, so you do know the Spectrum. Cool. Oh, yeah. So there was there was a show in the Spectrum that, like, just, I like, I was young. I, I remember being there. I don't remember the show. But okay. that would be the earliest wrestling show that I've been to that I can remember. Okay. So what's the earliest so, one that you can remember? But that clearly, Mania three, we watched it on pay per view. Oh, okay. All right. So, because I my first event was like that, I went to live was Hogan and Savage in the main event, and it was an outdoor stadium in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. And at the start of the show, I'm eight years old, I think, 
And at the start of the show, they said, you know, for so that everybody around you can see, stay in your seats. Now, at eight years old, I'm thinking, or I don't know that they mean, you know, don't stand up and watch the action. You know, if you're going to get a drink, don't do it like every five minutes. You know, like an adult would know that. Right. I think I have to stay in my seat. I'm eight years old. My mom, who brought me to the event, not a wrestling fan, sat there and read a book the whole time. And yeah, so Hogan and Savage in the main. I remember Morocco was there. I remember Tonga was there. I think the Rujos were on there. The the midgets sure. were on there. Uh, you know, so a good good crowd. So I remember Hulk Hogan comes out like the 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 music hits, and of course the whole freaking place stands up. Except me, because I was told to stay in my seat. (laughs) (laughs) Except you're a good kid. (laughs) Everybody around me has stood up, and I want to see Hulk Hogan. That's the whole reason I came here to see Hogan versus Savage. I want to see Hulk Hogan. So I remember looking at my mom and saying, "Mom, mom, everybody stood up. I can't." And my mom's just like, "Well, then stand up." And then I'm like, and I remember thinking, "Like, well, mom gave me permission." (laughs) So I remember standing up, getting on my seat. And by this point, like they had like this, um, I don't know, it's kind of like a portable, like this little trailer type thing that all the wrestlers were in. And I could tell that he wasn't coming from, he wasn't from the trailer to where the crowd started. But I'm trying, cause like they're just mauling him in the aisle way. And right. I'm sitting there and I'm just trying to like, I'm looking like which one's Hogan, which one's Hogan. Like, cause there's just this mob of people. And I'm trying to find him, trying to find him. And I honestly did not see him until he actually got to the ringside area. And he just kind of like, oh, he came in. And I remember that moment just, oh, to this day, I remember that moment of just Hulk Hogan just like, boom, coming out of there. And I was pretty high up in the stadium. And I remember him just like popping out, me going, like, I didn't say holy shit, but, you know, just having that holy shit. Oh, my God, that's Hulk Hogan. I am in the same building as Hulk Hogan. And I, I, I remember that. So the you you watched WrestleMania three, you have that you have that memory. When is the first? Oh my God, I'm in the same building as as these people. So, for as much as a fan as I I, I am, I've never like I, I've never beaked over stars like that, like. I, I was eight years like, old. Okay, get off my back. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I wasn't. I'm, you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah. I don't know, like when I was a kid, I was more, I was more into the show than anything else. So, like, I never, I was never like, oh my god, I was, I was, I was just in in the match. I wanted yeah. to see the good guys win and the bad guys lose. Uh, Extreme Rules in Philly. Okay. That was a show that I went to. Yeah. And being there, this was like, it had been years since I had had even watched wrestling. Oh, okay. um, Because I had just been busy. So, like, Coming back on a pay-per-view and it was extreme rules. Um stepping in that building and 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 feeling the crowd for that show, like it was 
that would be the mo- that would be the man. I'm I'm here with all this. Yeah, like, it's crazy. You get like goosebumps and like it's like I understand what Rock says when he puts his arm up and he's like the goosebumps. I feel it like it's tangible. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, just to kind of to, to stick on the old school a little bit. Did you ever see Andre the Giant in person? Not in person. I imagine I saw, he was huge. I I saw him near the end of his life when he uh when he was like managing the Bushwhackers, right? And they came to Ottawa, and he was on the crutches, and just I remember looking, and that's another holy shit moment. Just like, oh my god, he really is that fucking big. <laughs> yeah, like he's he's he looked like he looked massive on screen, like. Like, like, for comparison, Big Show. Mm-hmm. Big Show's a big dude. Mm-hmm. But he he don't look like Andre. Look, no, like Andre had like the big head and just like the yeah. Because I've seen like, Big Show in person too, and it's just like I know it was two totally different times. I was older and everything, but still, no. I remember seeing Andre and just like, oh my god, look how big that man is. And just Big Show was again big guy, but yeah. yeah, like he's he's billed at what seven one seven two, seven one seven two, yeah, something like that. I don't like he's six ten. <laughs> I'm playing show. I'm playing show. Uh huh. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> no, I don't know. He, I don't know. It just Andre looked. He was he was massive. Yeah, he was standing next to anybody. He looked massive. It didn't and matter so, who. No, what was, it didn't. Who was it? Bob Euchre? When, when, oh yeah, when he choked up Bob. You was it Bob Euchre? Yeah, it was Bob Euchre that Euchre that he's just started like you know ragdolling and <laughs> like bro. Yeah. And just I remember like when he did that and like his hand just was like it looked like it was covering his chest. Just you know right. Like like you could pick him up like a doll. Oh, he probably Please. could have. Like you ever see that thing where Big Show holds S.A. Rios up against the wall, oh. and just and then you hear the stories of Andre like flipping cars and stuff, and oh yeah, just <laughs> he just seemed like the guy that just like oh, you you stand over here now, or just, <laughs> <laughs> just like like move or I'll move you. Yeah, exactly. Pick you up by your head. Place yeah. you over like a like you like you're a pawn on a chessboard. So extreme rules. Do you remember the the main event from that one? Um, no, I don't. No. But I'm gonna be straight with you. Smoke weed. Okay. Memory's <laughs> not that great. Fair enough. I remember. Here's what I do remember. Um, Shane McMahon. Had a match. Okay. And all of Philly chanted Shane's up uh, P word. You you can swear on here. Oh, cool. Look, Shane's yeah. a pussy. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I remember that. I remember I think Seth Rollins had a match. No, that was just the last one because I was at the last one too where Bray returned. Oh, okay. Oh, you were at the one the Bray returns. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. We were in the car out. Uh friend of mine, he had he had his puppets with him and uh his his puppets got to shake hands with uh Bianca Belair. Kind of oh, really? Yeah. All right, so uh, Shane McMahon has a has a match, and uh, oh, you were saying Seth Rollins was at that one. Yeah. Um, oh, let's get. Oh, sorry, I forgot. I kind of got off of Mom there for a second. How did Mom feel when? Uh, hey, Mom. About me, a wrestler. wrestler. Yeah. She wasn't too happy. Um, I don't know her and my sister. Um, felt like. It was just a phase, whatever. At 40 years old, this is a phase? Yeah, they're weird. Okay. <laughs> it is what it is. But um, as time has gone on um, and they've seen basically my rise, um, she's come around. Um, okay. she actually came to a show, which I wasn't sure would ever happen because my mother doesn't want to see me get hurt and me stepping in the ring, getting beat up is, is, is a lot of her seeing me get hurt, but she actually came, um, and, and she enjoyed it. She enjoyed the show and all. I, uh, like I, I, I wrestled very sparingly. Um, I realized I just came to the realization, like I just wasn't that good at it. Like I, I tried getting in there, tried training. It just, it never worked. Um, right. like at different, de- different iterations of my life. Cause I've been involved with wrestling now for almost 20 years. So at different iterations, I've been to, I don't know, several, or I've been involved with several different schools in one form or another. So I've tried training several times and, you know, I have done, as I said, some wrestling sparingly. But I found out that, you know, I was better as a manager, better as a you know, ring announcer, that type of stuff. Hey, podcaster. Yeah, I felt that this has worked out well. Um, but I remember one time I was managing Abyss and his opponent, uh, A1 or Alistair Rouse in, in TNA, he wanted to uh, he wanted to do the powerbomb. That was his big thing. He did the powerbomb. But he didn't. He didn't want to do it to Abyss because Abyss was really big, and you know, so guess who's going to take it? His manager. Yep. So I slide in. You know, I I I, I stiff a one. He turns around. I do the whole fate like you know the the the, the beg off thing. Go to punch him. He blocks it, kicks me, lifts me up, and then he kind of lost his balance when he brought me up. Ooh. So he corrected and he started bringing me down like quicker. And mm-hmm. I was about halfway down. And I realized, oh crap, I'm going down, and I didn't tuck in time. And so, if you watch the video, it's like you see me hit the canvas, and my head just flops. Yeah. And I had like a very bad concussion for a few days. Yeah. So of course, my mom finds out that I have this concussion, and she, oh, you're getting hurt, and all of that stuff. So Christmas comes around. This is like six, seven, eight months later. Christmas comes around. My brother is just like, uh, you know, so you don't have any ill effects from that. And I said, no. And I said, actually, I had the video. You want to see it? And he's like, oh, I'd love to. Like, of course, my big brother wants to see his little brother's head just flop around. 
Right. So I go and I get the DVD and I'm popping it in. I'm like, hey, mom, come, come watch this. Come watch this. And she's like, no. I said, no, come watch it. This is the, this is the video with my head flopping around. I get the concussion. She's like, no, I'm not watching that. I'm like, why not? Right. And she's like, because you get hurt. And I'm like, but I'm standing right here. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> oh, moms, man, they don't, they don't want to see their babies get hurt. No, they don't. So, and, and, you know, she never did. My, my mom has since passed, but she, uh, she never did watch it. No matter how many times, like, mom, watch this. Mom, watch this. No, I'm not watching this. She never watched anything this- I did. I mean, listen, my mom was like, it, it was like that with my mom for a while too, um, which is why, like, you know, it it meant something that she was at that show. Um, yeah, she got to see me defend that. Yeah, I see, I see that back, and uh, you know, this is, this is an audio podcast. Since you're going to po- point it out, what is that behind you? That is the We Are One Omega Championship. Okay, I am. The champ. Oh, I, I, I was gonna say. <laughs> I hope yeah, you're the champ. Have... Otherwise, this... <laughs> well, otherwise, I mean... otherwise, you're the one that bought the belt, or we're we're running some kind of storyline here where, hey, bitch, you want your belt back? It's right here. <laughs> I mean, that could happen, but nobody's taking that from me, man. Bad things happen when you touch touch my belt. Just ask oh, Daniel okay. Alexander. He he okay. found out the hard way. Oh, and that's my bro. It. And that's right. my bro. So. Oh. All right, so this is you, the yeah. <laughs> this is the We Are One Championship. Why don't you tell me a little bit about the about We Are One? So, We Are One is um, it's not a company. It's a vibe. It's about okay. fans. It's about the youth. Like we, it's a bunch of guys, wrestlers, us, um, just trying to give back to the fans and com- community, man. Um, just. Just trying to be positive, um, make wrestling fun, enjoyable, um, give the give back to fans like we do. We do uh, uh, book bag drives. Uh, last show uh, we were giving away to the homeless. Um, it, it, it just trying to make things better, man. There's a lot of negative going on out here, and. It's not doing nothing but hurting people. So, yeah. So, rather be positive. So, you're you're still in the Philly area, right? Yes. And obviously, we are one is based out of uh, Philly. So, we're actually based out of Gloucester City, New Jersey. Oh, okay. Well, then, what the hell do I know? (laughs) (laughs) We're 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 working. We're working. Hopefully, to to be able to bring it to philly because like it should be here too um, well uh, okay. other places is, as well yeah is 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 the wrestling culture as crazy as they say in philadelphia yeah, yeah. every bit of every bit. okay and, and since we're talking about philly uh were you were you an ecw guy i love ecw you loved ecw loved okay ECW. did you get out to see it much i did not Oh, okay. I did not. I, I, so I was a avid watcher. I didn't make it out to many shows. And I started going to shows more when I had stopped watching for a while. Okay. Like when I stopped watching and I came back, that was when I started 
really going to shows and I don't know. I, I found I, I missed it. Yeah. It's crazy. Like I, I missed I, I missed somewhat part of the the two thousand six to two thousand twelve era. Okay. All right. So what uh what makes the Philly crowd so crazy or so you know you can say knowledgeable you could say committed you could say you know many many superlatives so what what's, I mean, what's different about the philly crowd passion i mean yeah. it's the same thing uh, uh, that's different about the philly crowd with all all sports teams and and we're not a team like it's it's, it's a sport so it's competition like we're rabid yeah <laughs> Uh, well, what, what kind of coverage does does wrestling get in uh, in the Philadelphia area? Like, is it something you could walk around? Like, you see a lot of stuff, like in stores or so, in the news or newspapers. I mean, all right, no, nah, uh, you may see like advertisements in the newspaper and stuff like that, um, especially if WWE comes through. Um, but like, there's like. There, there's the indie scene is is pretty popping. Uh, there's a show coming up soon at Philomoca. Um, there's a, a couple other indie companies that run out of here. You've got a lot of talent as far as like wrestlers in Philly and coming out of Philly. A lot of up and coming talent from the Philadelphia area. Guys, be looking out for. Um, I don't know. It's just. It's just a hotbed for wrestling. It's weird. Is is there a lot of promotions? like the tri-state area? Yeah. Is there a lot of promotions? A lot of posters uh, hanging around? I mean, yeah, you can see flyers. You can yeah. see flyers hanging around, but I mean, you can see flyers for everything in Philly. It's crazy. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm 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 trying to think of where I was because I was lucky enough to to do some traveling, and I'm trying to think of where I I was probably in Michigan. I would say. And we, we, I drove down with a few of the wrestlers and after the show, we came out and if I remember correctly, there was four or five flyers like on everybody's car, but we came out and there's four or five flyers from four or five different promotions under our windshield wiper. Mm -hmm. And it was just because in Ottawa, the culture was one promotion. Then there was like one over the over the river over in Quebec. Mm. Okay. And that, that was kind of it. And we walked and there's four or five flyers for upcoming shows in our windshield wiper. And the thing that like I've always been the type that and this is I guess I guess it's kind of old school if you want, that like Hamilton, Ontario is just uh is forty five minutes away from me. And I think there's okay. four or five or six different promotions running around there. But a lot of them use the same guys and the same girls. Yes. I remember looking at these flyers and no one repeated. I, I was sitting in the back of this car and I remember like looking at them and going like, there's, there's no one repeating on any of these. And cool. I thought that was, I thought that was great. That's But I also good. found it amazing that. You know, there would be that much talent in in like working in the Michigan area. Now that I think about it, I think it was Michigan because I remember coming out of the Diamondback Saloon. 
So that's kind of that. It's kind of what's happening. What happens around here, um, especially especially in the Jersey scene. Um, there's like, a lot of like there's a lot of overlap or a lot of repeat. It's not really repeat as far as like matches, like like people versus people, but like everybody's using the same talent. Yeah, everybody like everybody like every like it's pretty much the same locker rooms every show you go to. Now, what? How? Like, I know everybody wants to work and everybody needs to work, especially they want to get their reps in. But what? What do you think about that? Like, you know, are are they running kind of the same stories or the same? Because nothing no. ticks me off more when a guy is like a face there and a heel there and kind of a tweener there, you know. So most places they have their own stories that they run and um, guys will generally keep to their gimmick. Uh, a lot of guys will anyway. Will generally keep to their gimmick no matter where they're at. Um, I don't know. I've I've played both sides at different places where they weren't close, and where there was a reason for me to turn. Okay. Um, like like it had to make sense. I I, I wasn't going to just be it for being it. Like it had to be a reason. Yeah. Um, has to make sense. Oh, of course. Storytelling. The story doesn't make sense. It's hard for the fans to buy it. It, it is, but I I'm, I remember this one one story down here that I I I was okay with because one of the participants was kind of exclusive to it or to right. that promotion, and even right. though the other guy who went to basically all the rest, he had a beef with that guy. So that the made fact sense. that. The fact, yeah, the fact that he was heelish on that, like he was a face everywhere else, but he turned to heel there because he had a beef with that guy. I'm like, okay, I can let that one pass. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, but when you know the guy's wearing the, the 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 neon green over there, but then he's wearing the black boots and the black you know singlet over here, and he's you know he's nasty today. Like why? Why does he only have a bad day and cranky when he's working for that company? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe he feels like he's getting treated wrongly there, and he, he's got to take it out on everybody in the ring. <laughs> well, is there is there like a lot of overlap with the crowds? Um, there's a little bit. There's a little bit because yeah. that that can I mean, work too. Like fans. If, yeah, like that that can work too. Like if. If someone or people are mostly loyal to their company, and in Philadelphia, I'm sure there is enough to go around. You know, if that, right. that could kind of work too, because if you're only coming to this and you're loyal to this, so with Jersey, Philly, it it seems like everybody's kind of like cool and and doesn't mind working with each other or anything like that. You know, they might even, I mean, I haven't seen too many Philly shows where they're running on the same day. Okay. Jersey, on the other hand, a little bit cutthroat out here, man. These guys, like, 
the promotions will be like you might have like six or seven promotions running the same day. Yeah. And and like and again, they're all using the same talent. Like it's so so a lot a lot of talent gets double booked. Good for us, you know, that's money in the pocket. Oh well, yeah. But I mean, but at the same time, like some it happens sometimes, not a lot. Some people um they don't really have patience for the for the double booking or, or the stuff like that, or they they might not want you working for that company and like all that that weird kind of politics stuff, like yeah, yeah, like like, like that it, that happens heavy in the jurisdiction. Yeah, so there's so I'm guessing there's a lot of like, you know, hey bud, can I go on first? Because you know I gotta I gotta you know. I got yeah. I gotta go to the to the ABC show. Yeah, that happens. And like me personally, I don't I like I don't have if they, like if this guy wants to he if if I'm going up against a guy and dude's double book, and he's like, yo, if we can get the match moved up to the first match, you got a problem with it? I'm like, nah, cool. I mean, this yeah. is an early night for me. I can go work the floor. In and out. Yeah. I've seen it sometimes where like the match is going from and like I'm talking like kind of lower guys they've gotten on to another one of the shows and they're like you know can we go on first or second and then you know then the match like these two guys stay in their gear get in the car and they just drive to the next show already dressed they're just going to have the exact same match they just had half hour an hour ago wait opponents oh yeah I've Oh no, I've never. Oh, I've seen that a couple I've... times. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, hey, listen, it, I, I can, it, it can happen, yeah, but yeah. nah, I've never. And and the reason I... that sticks out to me was because I, uh, I wish I could remember. I wish I could remember one of their names, but um, they had the same match on the same day. For two different companies. Now it was Hamilton, and I think it might have been Brantford. And I don't know if you know the the lay of the land up here. No, I've I've never been to Canada. I want to come. Yeah. So it's yeah. So it's I I guess I'm I forty five minutes an hour maybe, and they had the same match, and people were actually like they're oh did you see when they did this one and like no because like they had tweaked things between and like oh you know this match when they did this and this and this like i i don't remember that and and it was i just remember people debating about this match because they put on two good matches i remember that and everybody was like how oh how good this was and just like oh i wish i would have saw the brantford one oh i wish i would have saw the hamilton one oh i wish oh but i now i'm 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 gonna my brain is gonna escape me and i'm gonna (laughs) be trying to think what the hell their names were no that's cool but i mean I mean, yeah, it can happen. Like, yeah. Yeah. So you're talking about how you'd like to get to Canada. How how far out do you get? Um, I mean, I've I've been to the other side of the country. Uh California, uh, obviously Florida. Um Yeah, that's about that's about the farthest it's been. Um Yeah. So how old I, are you now? I'm forty three. 
43. So you've been doing this about three years. Yeah. Three years pro, one year in the yards. Yeah. So is there kind of a, like, is there a goal to do the bigger companies and maybe hit the accelerator a little bit, or is it just, I'm enjoying what I'm doing? Um, there is always the goal to, to go higher. Yeah. Um, Currently, to go higher, I need a better body. Okay. For lack of a better way to put it. So I'm in the gym right now. Okay. But, I mean, hitting the accelerator, yeah, yeah. It's what I'm trying to do. Um, End goal, though. If I could produce matches for the big companies, that would okay. be that would be the end goal. Okay. All right. Do I that, would be... though. Gotta do everything else. Yeah. I said to do that though. Gotta do everything else. You gotta do everything else, yeah. I would be remiss if I didn't ask about the puppets. The puppets? The puppets. <laughs> there is a picture. As I said, I did. Uh, I did some research on you. I do yeah. a little bit on my guests when uh, when I'm not really familiar with them. And a few times, I came across a picture of puppets. What What yes. is the deal with the puppets? So puppets are Daniel Alexander. He has uh, two puppets, Jordan and Moon. Um, okay. Um. There are, are they're, they're like we are one's little mascots. More so is than anything else, but they're 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 part of the the vibe. They're part of the vibe. Part of the vibe. So, so tell me, I can't believe I'm asking this question. Tell me, the, tell me the personalities of these puppets. Do these puppets talk, or do they do they cut they promos? Do. They do. Well, um. I mean, they're they're all over, man. Like sometimes you might see them pop through the curtain when one of us comes out for a match, or just be watching the match. They pop up in pictures. Every like they're everywhere, man. They, they just it, they're at the show enjoying the show, just like all the fans. And you said one of them got to meet Bianca Belair. Yep. Or Moon. or got to got to shake hands with her. Mm-hmm. Moon did. Moon did. Moon did. That's the girl. Okay. So did Moon mark out for Bianca Belair? Moon marks out for everybody. Oh, Moon's okay. a super fan. <laughs> oh. She's a super fan. She's marking for everybody. She marked for Heath Slater once. Well, I would mark for Heath Slater. <laughs> yeah, no, he's a good dude. He is. He's a cool guy. <laughs> got kids. Yeah, of course. He's got kids. He's <laughs> He's got... You know what? I thought it was a great thing. A, a wrestler here... Uh, uh, I, I, I think it was Jim Nye, the science guy, uh, from up here in Hamilton, or maybe it was Jim Nye that got the, got the thing. Someone, every time one of the wrestlers was having a baby, they would order the, I got kids t-shirt. And that was kind of, that was their baby gift. That was their baby shower gift for like a great gift though. It was, (laughs) I thought that was perfect. And I remember sitting there like, oh, fuck, I wish I th- would have thought of that. That's, That's pretty a- awesome. I know there's a lot of people just like, oh, my God, that makes so much freaking sense. 
Like, especially when the wrestlers were having their birth babies and they, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I just figured he's Slater somewhere going, why are so many of these shirts going to Hamilton? Like, I know, I know I got, I know I got a following, but come on. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> he might, I don't know. I, I don't know if you can, you can actually see that in, in shirt sales. I hope yeah. I get to the point where I get to find that out. Yeah. Well, what, what, what kind of merch do you got? You said you like work on the floor. T-shirts. T-shirts? T-shirts. Yes, I, I have T-shirts on Pro Wrestling Tees. All right. I, I saw that. I saw that you're on Pro Wrestling Tees. You just got the one T-shirt? There's two. So there's two. There's a white We Are One Approved shirt. And on the back it says, I am just saying. Okay. And then there's a black shirt with me, Pose, just saying on it. Both one. Pro Wrestling Tees right now. Just go to Pro Wrestling Tees. You can search me or backslash just saying should take you right to the store. All right, let's finish up on this because this is the obvious question. I didn't want to throw the obvious question out there. Where where the fuck does just saying come from? Like where where what <laughs> how how do you start getting called just saying? Is this something that you said a lot? Is this something that Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. So, I, and this was long before I had even decided to be a wrestler. Um, like back when Facebook was first, you know, getting big and, and everybody was first going to it and leaving MySpace. Um, I used to tag everything I, I said with, I'm just saying. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. I'm just saying. Blah, 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 blah. I'm just saying. So then I was like, you know what? Just change my name to that. And then when I was thinking of how I wanted to write my name out, I was like, you know what? I don't I don't want to spell it with a G. I kind of wanted to reference Dragon Ball Saiyans a little bit, but I don't want it to be that obvious when I do because I'm also a huge anime head. Okay. Um, so I spelled it, just dropped a G, S-A-Y-I-N. When I was thinking about using it as my wrestling gimmick, um, I kind of went the other way. I wanted to be a lot more subtle with how I presented the, the Dragon Ball aspect of it. Okay. Like, like really quiet about it, um, and then lean heavy on the. I'm just saying. <laughs> now I'm kind of flip flopping back the other way. Yeah. So it is just saying like pretty laid back. You seem Always. pretty laid back sitting here talking, and yes. Yeah. So all right, me as me. Shoot me, um, yeah. lay back. Just saying is if you turn me up to like eighty-two, he's a little, a little rambunctious. Oh, okay. uh, um, he's just hyper competitive. Would be what I would describe it as. Um, yeah, he's he's my hyper competitive side, given physicality. Maybe he needs some of that weed.
Want to know how to support this podcast? I'll tell you how to support this podcast. Let us know what you think of the show. Follow us on Twitter, at Time to Fight Pod. Email us, time to fight pod at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook. Give us that feedback, the good, the bad, the ugly. Let us know who you want us to talk to. Let us know features that you'd like us to perform on this show. Until next week, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Matthew Terry. This is the It's Time to Fight podcast. And don't forget, Isaac, I love you, buddy. <laughs>